Morning. It's good to see you. Good morning, Dan. So we're going to continue our series this morning on things that Jesus didn't say. So Jesus didn't say, believe in yourself. It's a very common uh, philosophy these days about believing in yourself. And it sounds quite good, doesn't it? It's a nice soundbite. But does it have any substance? What does it really mean? Believe in yourself. The, the idea is that everything you need, all the answers to all of life's problems are within you. You have to look inside yourself to find them. I don't believe that philosophy and we're going we're gonna to dig into it and have a little look about it and um, I believe you'll come to the same conclusion as me towards the end that this is not a philosophy to live life, live life by. Now there's nothing wrong with having confidence in the gifts and abilities that you have. That's a good thing. You operate better when you're confident in the things that you are doing. When you, when you have a job and you get used to that job and you get confident in it, you tend to do better in it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think this, this believe in yourself philosophy is something actually more than that. Um, it's, it's like as, as if it's some superpower, um, some magic solution, some answer that will, that will, change everything in your life it's often quoted by uh, sports people or um, people in the music industry you know, just to believe in yourself and see where that where that can take you and um, it's often quoted by people who want to be independent who don't want to be accountable to anybody who want to do their own thing uh, and aren't bothered about what the consequences are for other people it's quite a selfish philosophy um, people say that you can do anything you want, you can achieve anything you want, just believe in yourself. So, some people are successful. There are lots of sports stars that are really successful. There are a lot of people in the music industry that are really successful. So it doesn't surprise you that some of those people say things like that. But I think that's got more to do with the innate ability that they've got than this philosophy about believing in yourself. Because... What happens if you believe in yourself, but you don't succeed? When your belief doesn't work out? When you've tried something and it's failed? When you, when you have a dream, but you don't achieve that dream? When you don't become world champion at something, or become a pop star, or a professor, or an artist, or whatever? What happens when you don't achieve that? This philosophy about oh, it will all happen if you believe in yourself starts to fall away a bit. For people who haven't achieved their dreams, this idea about believing in yourself has actually got them nowhere. It, it doesn't work. I don't think that believing yourself is the answer to everything. Two fans there, did you see that? They can't get close enough. <laughs> We're going to look at some verses in, in Acts, Acts chapter 16. And this is a story where Paul and Silas are in prison. And it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. 
Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. His belief in himself was that the prisoners had escaped. It was an incorrect view, it was a distorted view, it was a wrong view. It was a view that just came from, in, from him. He was just wrong. And as human beings, we don't know everything. We make mistakes. How can we believe ourselves when we know we make mistakes? His belief in himself was inadequate, it was limited, and actually it was just plain wrong. The, the, the uh, verses go on to say, but Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we're all here. The jailer called for lights and rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, and asked sirs, what must I do to be saved? So he realised at this point that he didn't have all the answers, that there was actually something outside of him, there was actually someone outside of him that was greater than himself and that he needed that person. You see, I don't think we can live thinking we have all the answers and that all the answers are inside of ourselves. I think there's some problems with that theory, that philosophy. The first thing is it doesn't work when things get difficult. So somebody said it's human to doubt or to doubt is human so how can you have a philosophy that says believe in yourself when also we have this ability to doubt what happens when we doubt ourselves what happens when we can't find an answer what do we do then where do we look for help then we need someone else to believe in us in those situations someone else to help us who could that be who would believe in us? And would we want someone else to believe in us? You see, when we doubt, we don't believe ourselves. There's another problem with that, and that, that is we are limited human beings. We actually don't have all the answers. They're not actually inside us. David was up here a few weeks ago and saying that they, as, um, as a firm, had designed a really good building, but it was only a really good building because different people had input into it. If any one of the individuals had done it on their own, it wouldn't be the same thing. So if we've only got a view that's just about us and looking inside us, we're not seeing the big picture. And what happens when we realise that our belief in ourselves? isn't enough or can't change something my wife sue um, was seriously ill a few years ago she had plasmablastic lymphoma which is blood cancer and there was a period during that illness where she was literally dying in front of us and she weighed less than seven stone and she was lying in, on a hospital bed in like a fetal position Believing in yourself at that point does nothing. 
You are helpless, you are hopeless, nothing you can do is going to change that situation. You would swap situations with the person, but nothing you can do can change that situation. It needs something external, it needs someone else to change that situation. You see, this philosophy, believe in yourself, if things are going well, yeah, you can sort of see how people would attach themselves to it. But when things start to go wrong, you realise how inadequate it is, how small it is. That it's not enough. It can't change anything. And that's when you realise that this philosophy is, is limited, it's shallow, and it's actually meaningless. Another aspect about believing yourself is it's all about you. It's all about self. So not only does it limit your ability to understand and gain things from other people because it's all about your thoughts, it's just a really selfish attitude. It's also a really prideful attitude because it's as if no one else can speak into that because you know all the answers. That's, that's quite arrogant when you think about it. That because there's actually someone higher and greater than us who can speak into all our situations. And if you, if you adopt this attitude of it's just about me and what I think, you're missing out on what God can do in your life. The last thing I want to say about this philosophy and why I think it's really inadequate is because does believing in yourself help you when you die? Is it going to help you when you die? When your time on earth comes to an end, how does believing in yourself take you to whatever is next? It's not going to get you into heaven. It's not going to get you into eternity. So what did Jesus say? Did Jesus say, believe in yourself? We've already agreed he did not say that. Jesus said believe in me Jesus said I am the way so I think there's an alternative to this philosophy about believe in yourself and that is believe in Jesus and when we come to those points in our life and we, we all come to these points where we know we've reached the end of us that's where we find Jesus when we know we can't change things, Jesus is there and he can change things. So what did Jesus say around this? Jesus said, I'll give you a full life, a good life, a great life, a life better than you can internalize what it'll be like. I'll do something more than that for you. In John 10, chapter, uh, John chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, Jesus, uh, he's, he's describing himself as the good shepherd and he says this. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have life to the full. Life in its fullness comes through 
not a belief in ourselves but a belief in Jesus peace contentment joy those things are found in Jesus if we don't have a faith in Jesus if we don't believe in Jesus we are not going to have the fullest life that we could have in Galatians chapter 5 it says this it is for freedom that Christ has set us free so belief in Jesus gives us freedom stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery Jesus says freedom comes when we believe and trust in him when we live a life believing and following him that's where things happen that's where change happens that's where breakthrough happens Stuart brought us a prophetic word a few weeks ago about this idea about worship and prayer that if we if we are serious about that if we pray into that that's where breakthrough comes not looking internally but looking to God for the change for the breakthrough Stuart's word said believe in breakthrough for your personal life I don't believe breakthrough is going to come in your personal life through believing in yourself I believe breakthrough is going to come in your personal life when you believe in Jesus for those for those things you are involved in and for this church because it's my plan to bring breakthrough for this church so it affects many other places villages towns counties and countries for Jesus believe in breakthrough and know you are part of a church that will see miracles in this place so when we believe in Jesus we, we don't just get fullness of life we also get this thing that it's not all about us it's also about us it's about community it's about us being together we're not just individuals but we have a life and a hope and a future together again it's sort of directly opposed to believing in myself which is all about me this is about when we when we believe in Jesus we're connected to a community of believers and we have a, a life and a hope and a future together not just as as individuals we are created to be relational and believe in yourself can be a bit singular so David Beckham is one of the people that would say believe in yourself and um, when he moved from Manchester United to Real Madrid to, to, uh, to play for that team he moved effectively on his own his family were still in the UK his children were in school in the UK it was going to take time to unwind that so he moved on his own and the person that said believe in yourself when he got there without his family without other people around him just believing in himself he started to become depressed and his, his form as a footballer fell away so this philosophy about believing in yourself it actually doesn't even someone who who David Beckham admitted this in a documentary recently that it's like when I didn't have that around me when I didn't have community and relationship around me I st I became depressed and my form fell away and I was isolated and lonely this is a guy who says believing in yourself is the way to go but he admits that it wasn't uh, in in that circumstance so and the last thing I just want to mention about why belief in Jesus is so much better than belief in yourself 
is to this thing I've alluded to already, that we have a heaven to gain when we have a relationship with Jesus. We have a, a sure and a certain future and eternity. This is what Jesus said. This is when Lazarus had died and, and Jesus was coming to meet the family. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? In John 14, it's that Jesus says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you. And I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Belief in Jesus gives us uh, not only a hope and a future in this life, but the life that is to come, the eternity that is to come with Jesus. I wonder if the worship team would come back up. We're going to draw to a close now. My conclusion from studying this is that we are not it. I am not it. You are not it. We don't have all the answers. We're human. We're frail. We make mistakes. We doubt. We struggle. We are not it. We do not have all the answers. It is actually really prideful to think that we have the answer to everything inside us because we don't. And the Bible clearly tells us that there is someone higher and greater than us who does have all the answers, who is the person we need to connect with, who is the person we need to put our belief in. Jesus also says that freedom comes when we believe and we trust in him. So we have a choice. Do we want to believe in ourselves or do we want to believe in Jesus? Rather than belief in myself, my testimony would be that it's so much better to believe in Jesus. That in all the circumstances of life, the good things but, and also the bad things, and maybe particularly in the bad things, that we know we have a saviour and a friend and someone who can change the situation. I'm just going to read the lyrics uh, of the song and, and then I'm going to finish. As, as always, there's going to be the opportunity for prayer afterwards. So I would just encourage you to just let the Holy Spirit speak to you, speak to your spirit. And uh, there will be people who would love to pray with you about whatever you need. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the person that can change something in your life. I just want to read you these words as like a personal testimony I love you Lord your mercy never fails me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until the, till I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God all my life you've been faithful all my life you've been so good with every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You've led me through the fire. In darkest nights, we've all had 
dark nights. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God.